What's doing, going mate? on? Good looking. Hey, how you doing, mate? Nice to see you. So glad that you've made time for me. So first of all, before we start, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Are you keeping well? Good. I'm doing good, buddy. We keeping well? Yes, we keeping well. Interesting times happening at the moment. I've got a whole bunch of people here, real estate people, left, right, and Chelsea. We've got some questions for you before we get started in that. Okay, just give us an update. I know we've only got 30 minutes. What is going on with coronavirus for you? What are you seeing over there in the States? Well, you know, a lot of bad news everywhere, but I'm like, what about some good news, folks? I mean, you guys just keep sharing all the bad news everywhere. Uh, you know, how, how many people are sick? A million people? A million people got it? Uh, no, no offense to anybody that lost somebody because of this, but... It's, you know, people, a lot of people die every year. Like, I, I, I you know, I, I don't mean to be the, the unemotional one, but the economic impact of this event is going to be like terrorism, where, where people that had nothing to do with anything are going to get killed. And we, we, like, we, our offices are shut down, right? We have 25,000 square feet. You know, I'm being told that I can't be in my own office. I'm like, this is crazy, man. And nobody can get me sick here. I can't go out on the beach in front of my house. I'm like, well, there's nobody out there. Like, I can't go in the ocean. If I go swim in the ocean, is somebody going to get sick? Like, we've just gone to the other edge of any kind of rationality, whereas four weeks ago, we had a new illness, this, this COVID, COVID, COVID-19, whatever that was, we didn't know where it came from, how it came. We didn't know what happened to people. That was four or five weeks ago. We're not taking into consideration now five weeks into the deal. Uh, eight, 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 80 to 90% of the people that get sick from this die only because they had other issues and or their age or a combination. Minuscule numbers of people that weren't sick, were not in that age group, recover from it. Like we just need to share all the data because right now there seems to be hysteria with don't go outside. Like what's the chance of me being on a bicycle riding down the street and you get COVID-19 for me? Yeah. There and, is and everybody's saying, Hey, it's not until the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine's going to solve everything. Well, that vaccine's probably 18 months away and we have vaccines for everything else that doesn't solve everything. We still, people, Tens of thousands of people in America, 30, 40,000 people every year die from a flu that we have a vaccine for. So I just want to get us back to some kind of normal conversation here, which doesn't include this thing being the end of mankind, because it's not going to be. I, I, I'm a big believer, believer there's two types of people. There's the ones that are in fear big time and there's these people that are pragmatic right now that are just kind of like, look, I just want to get back to work, okay? I want to start doing stuff, whatever it may be that they do for a living. And those pragmatic people, as far as I'm concerned, are, are making a lot of sense to me because to, to stay focused in fear and focused in these problems all of the time is going to have a much bigger impact to the, to the economy and I think to human life Okay, than, than, than anything to do with this virus. And it's just it's just stopping us getting on. Yeah, and 100%. I mean, I know people that are going to hate on me because they're like, Cardone's just trying to get richer. The rich just want to get richer, blah, blah, blah. I'm not thinking about myself. I got a hundred and 
107 employees here. I'm thinking about for every hundred, for every one employee I have, they have an uncle and aunt, a mom, a dad, a brother and a sister that's being affected. Cousins, like you just keep going. Like how many people does everybody know? There's three point, I think 3.4 people per household in America. For every person that, that I hire, there's 3.4 people. So that's 3,400 people that are being affected because the wife lost her job. The kid was just getting out of college, his job canceled. The mom or the dad, like this is a massive economic impact, impact that doesn't just hit people's wallets, but it hits their, their fear, causes anxiety. Also, I lose my purpose and my mission, the place I can go to work every day. Uh, it causes depression. Like there's lots of other health benefits that are not being measured here uh, with all this uncertainty. Around the world, they say that for every 45 seconds, somebody takes their own life. And if you think about the amount of people out there that just that are, that are, that are going to be so overwhelmed because there's some people that have been, had to be furloughed. There's some people that are taking pay cuts. There's some people that aren't having any income at all. And when you have no income at all, most people live paycheck to paycheck. So they can last maybe a paycheck. Then it's down to the credit card. And then where do you go? Yeah. Okay. Because I, if I've got kids, I've got to feed my kids. If I've got to make sure that everyone stays okay. And that that is for in, in a very kind of like alpha male kind of way. It's like man wants to provide for his family. And if he's if he's stopped from being able to provide for his family, then all kinds of terrible things happen to how people think about themselves, their self-esteem, their confidence, and everything yeah. else goes. And I, so I agree with that, Spencer. And that's why I like you. Me and you are very similar like that. But I I, I think, you know. I'm doing a thing for a school here in town. They're, they're having graduation down to little stuff, right? They're having a graduation and they can't have a graduation. So we're going to, we're going to basically put together this thing out in a park. We're getting permission to open a park up for 200 kids to actually have their graduation where they can actually celebrate that thing that was supposed to be important to them down to little stuff like that. And look, people need a purpose. They need a mission. They, they need to know they can do something. And right now, all you hear is what you can't do, where you can't go, what you shouldn't do, uh, rather than, okay, well, what can we do to get back to work? And none of the politicians here or around the world, none of them want to stand up and say, you know what, we're going to go back to work because they know the, the hate they're going to get. Mm -hmm. And most of the politicians just want to be reelected. They, they don't care whether they do the, the right thing or not. And they know they can't do the right thing if they're not reelected. So it's a bit of a you know, it's just screwed up deal. Let's talk about something we can't handle. Yeah. Let's talk about what we can do, because right now there's what we have to remember is for the last 10 years, we've had a successful run in the stock markets. So there's actually a lot of people out there with a lot of money. There's a lot of people that are sitting on cash right now that have built up reserves over the last 10 years. They've had a good time in the markets. And even if they were affected by a little bit of the beginning of the market falling, they would have cashed out and they'll be sitting there right now. Now, they've got cash. Interest rates are as low as they possibly can be. And they're sitting on cash. So they can't leave the money in the bank. What can I do with that? It's going to go down in value every day. So that's not an option. So what do I now do with my money? And I think that if you find the people that have got money, then you can provide solutions to them. I know you're a real estate guy, but people, you know, my parents, parents live in Cyprus. They're retired. They've got their pension pot. There's 250,000 people in Cyprus retired with a pension pot. They need to live off the income of that money. 
They can't put it in the stock markets. They can't leave it in the bank. They need to find a way of that money working for them. And so all of those people out that have got money, if you, fi if you find out how to access those people, then you've got a good chance of doing something positive with them. But again, if you stay worried about the, the kind of that, the network that you're involved with that doesn't have any money or doesn't have any opportunity or isn't buying, then you're probably going to get yourself a lot of rejection right now. Is there a question in there? My point, my when I asked it, when I talk about this, my, my let's take my parents. Yeah, your parents, you know, what, your should parents, their money? what should they do with their money, Grant? Well, they should invest their money with Cardone Capital. <laughs> they should, like everybody, like, like, where, where do you have to look at where the flows go? Where, where's the opportunity right now? Like, I'm done with the crisis, now I'm into the expansion. What's the possibility here? You got to move from crisis. I did all my crisis work three weeks ago. People trying to people reading the news three days into this event, we made every defensive move we needed to in the first 72 hours. The last four weeks now, three weeks and four days has been all about now moving into the expansion. So and you have to look at where money flows in the world. Like if, I, if I'm a retired person, I'm not, but but I'm probably your parents age. Maybe they're a little older than me. You know? <laughs> I'm looking, OK, where can I go? I don't want to lose money if I'm in my 70s. So I'm leaving the stock market alone for right now. It's had too big a run in too short a period of time, both ways. We will go back and test the lows of 2,200 on the S&P. Probably test lower than that. But that being said, as a 70-year-old, I'm not risking the loss of capital under any conditions. Number cash flow. So what, 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 what still provides cash flow in this post-COVID environment? Rental income from property. Rents and income from property. I got I gotta live somewhere, man. I gotta yeah. live somewhere. I have to live somewhere. I don't have to office somewhere. Don't have to. That'll be proved out here. I don't have to go to a hotel. I do not have to travel. I don't have to use the airlines. I can hunker down. I still need to apartments in America will prove to be one of the most valuable assets coming out of this event. Not retail centers, not movie centers, not treasury bills, not the stock market. Preserve your capital, get cash flow, get tax write-offs, and number four, get capital appreciation over long periods of time. We we collected 94% of our rents last month where they where the whole world was saying it's going to go to hell. It's going to go to hell. Cardone's going to get wiped out. We we had higher renewals in April than we had any other time in 30 years that I've been in the real estate business. Ah, that's interesting because over here in Dubai as well, you've seen a lot of that. Okay, people are renewing because you know one twelfth of the rental market renews every month. Okay, and people over like, you're going to lose all your tenants. I'm like, guys, uh, you can't leave the property. Where? How do you go? How do you go shop another property if you can't actually go to another property? So exactly. my traffic dropped off of new incoming. Because they can't leave one property, go look at another one. My my property dropped, my my numbers dropped off. Okay, that's some bad news. Good news is the people that were living with me renewed that they want to live with me because it's a nice place. Any traffic we had came from someone who was being mistreated at another property. So you got to have great properties in great locations. You need scale. You need, you need scale. All, all real estate is not the same. When I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about two units and four units and one unit, one condo unit in, a, in Dubai uh, on the 37th floor or in your case, the 300th floor. Um, <laughs> I'm not talking about one unit where one person moves out, you're 100% vacant. 
We have 8,000 units. None of our properties is less than 230 units, I think. That's a small deal. Most of them are 300, 350, 500 units. So if I lose 50 people, I still got 450 paying rent at any one property. Mm -hmm. well, That's cash flow for your parents. I'm back to those 250,000 retired in Cyprus. We ought to go to Cyprus, me and you, raise some money. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> There's a lot of people sitting there right now and a lot of cash not knowing what to do. And uh, yeah, we should. Okay, just uh, let, let's talk about attention because you're, you're, you're as far as I'm concerned, and I, I've got a soft spot for you and I'm a big fan of yours, as you know. And, and a lot of people over here love you, mate. They really do. They think you're fantastic. And you, you know, you, you, when you came here, you made waves and you did what you do best, which is garner attention. A lot of people don't necessarily understand attention as much as you do. You, you, it's almost like you, you, you have an MBA in attention for sure. When I, when I, when I look at you are, you, are you doubling down on getting more attention right now? Are you, are, you, are you pushing into more spend on socials, expanding your audience as much as you can? What are you doing to, to, to engage well, more people? Yeah, it's really difficult right now, right? Because, you know, when things go from prosperity to survival, your messaging has to change. And when people go from looking for possibility to only looking for bad news, whether they, oh, I'm not, I don't watch the news. Everybody's sharing bad news right now. Like it's a, it's a virus that makes COVID-19 look like a, a cold. The sharing of negativity of, uh, I, I, I watched this, I don't know, two weeks ago, I watched a guy on CNBC, uh, what's the cat's name? Uh, Bill Ackman goes on and says, hey, the stock market's going to be terrible, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is going to be, you know, he made $2 billion in 12 minutes on CNBC, basically hyping the market. He bet $28 million. It turned into a $2 billion uh, uh, four-day victory. When that was posted on uh, CNBC or the internet, the world went crazy hating on this Ackman guy. And I told Jared, I said, you know, the way to get attention right now is to literally do something so positive that everybody hates you for it. You know, like if you make money right now, you're going to have the entire attention of the world and it's going to be negative. Um, it, it's like Trump, Trump, Trump talks about the, 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 the stuff injected. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> the rest of we're talking world. about it. I so know, right? you got to do something stupid right now just to get any kind of attention. And then and then even if you do it, you got to be ready to how do I pivot so that I offer a product that actually grabs somebody's attention? You know, how to be a millionaire right now? Probably not the goal. It's how do I survive? How do I get a little bit? How do I restart? You got to rename your products. Even if you get attention, you got to actually rename what you're selling. I was inundated with messages a week ago when the video went up of you with the bankruptcy and you're saying you're selling the jet and all that kind of stuff. And literally my phone went off the hook. What's happened to Grant? He's going bust. What's happened? Spencer, have you heard the news? Have you got any insight? Let us know. And I'm like, before, before I even finished watching it, I'm like, that is not real. For sure. That is not real. Now I've seen you come out. You were talking to my mate Rob Moore the other day. About did, 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 you saw the video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you you knew you knew the whole thing was a joke, didn't you? Hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. It's like we're not even trying to fake that it's a joke. Like it's like Trump says he was just being sarcastic about about the disinfectants in the system. Me and Jared are sitting there laughing. Jared's teeing up. Jared's sitting right next to me right now, right? 
So hey Jared, hey man, how are you? He's sitting there teeing up. Yeah, Grant, the real estate. You can hear him in there. It's probably ten cents on the dollar. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I heard it. But you like, know what? Like, that caused such a stir. Literally, such a stir. And it was fascinating to see. And and whether you say that, you know, because you said in one interview that might have been poorly timed. I, I mean. But what's poor poor timing? It, 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 well, yeah, yeah, because you know it's 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 a, it was a joke. Like jokes can be poorly timed, right? Yeah. So so you you it might be too soon. Uh, Tillman Fertitta, who owns the the NBA Rockets or the NBA uh, Houston Rockets team and and six hundred restaurants. You know he he what forty he he let go of forty five thousand people dude he's worth five billion dollars got his own big yacht I mean he's a big big player right there's people saying he could go bankrupt mm-hmm. all right hey guys everybody America could go bankrupt okay London Europe could go bankrupt the world could literally go bankrupt oils went to negative fifty dollars a barrel you understand Exxon Chevron Schlumberger Halliburton could go bankrupt like. Yeah, that that can happen to anyone at any time. So we that's the kind of times we're in right now. Hilton and Marriott could go bankrupt. Yeah. Mar- yeah, for sure. I was listening to the the CEO of Marriott talking about it about how revenues were down 90% and it was just so damaging to the business. Obviously, any business with revenues down 90% that's massive. If, if the hotels and the airlines aren't funded by the government, aren't, aren't protected by the government, they they're going to go under. So you know, the question, when I said the bankruptcy thing and people went crazy, I'm like, I think people want me to go bankrupt. I think people want to see people fail. And that was the thing about the Bill Ackman thing. Like, like, like people hate on people being successful. I was, I was reminded about in 2008, somebody sent me an email out of nowhere, Spencer. I didn't, I, I don't even remember. I didn't know who the person was. I look forward to your fall. And I was like, wow, man. I still remember that email. I remembered it when this all happened last couple of weeks ago uh, with the bankruptcy thing. And people are like, Grant Cardone's going bankrupt. W- w- what I didn't know, I, I knew it would get attention. I didn't know how many people would spend 30 and 40 minutes sharing their entire podcast and shows about me without inviting me. Like, yeah. like it's not like they called up, like even some friends of mine, friends that I have, you know, those, the friends that, that are like, took the, time, took the time to talk about me, but didn't take the time to check on me. So it was a, it was a very, very, uh, I, I don't regret it at all. I, I'm glad, it, I'm glad it happened the way it happened because it told me a lot about people. I learned a lot from the whole experience. Uh, our, our Google search went up like, I don't know, 3000% or some freaking bizarre number. Um, more people know me now because of it and the people that truly know me. I mean, I had a banker call because when Jared's like, sell all the real estate for 10 cents on the dollar, I had, I had a banker call me and says, you know, you can't sell your real estate, right? <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Now you, you thrive on, you thrive on the hate as well, don't you? It seems to empower you. It's almost like a, it's like what spinach is the Popeye. The hate makes you stronger. And, uh, a lot of people are fearful of hate. They don't like, you know, they're, they're fearful of what other people might think of them and that kind of negativity that comes comes their way. How do you how do you turn it into fire? Well, you know, ever since high school, I was in high school, man. I, I, in the eleventh and twelfth grade, twelfth grade, all the popular people didn't like me, and the football players beat me up. So uh, their girlfriends liked me. 
<laughs> but, but, but everybody else just kind of, you know, like I was not a popular kid. So I learned in high school that, hey, Grant Cardone, you're not going to be the popular kid. And, you know, because when I tried to please all of them, I ended up being happy, unhappy with myself. It took me a long time to figure out how to be happy with myself, but uh, I, I learned when I was a kid, 17 years old, that popularity didn't, didn't necessarily make you happy and that I had to be somebody I wasn't in order to be popular. And so I decided, look, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be, uh, if I'm going to be unhappy, let, let me at least be myself. <laughs> so I've been, I've spent the last, 40 years learning how to be me, man. And, 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 you know, over the last 10 or 12 years, I kind of figured out how to be me and how to make it work for me. And um, so when I get haters, I'm probably reminded of, you know, that the back in high school when, and, and a lot of those people, have, I, I don't think I would be where I'm at today, Spencer, if it wasn't for people saying I couldn't do it. A lot, a lot of that has fueled me. It's the funny, deals I, I didn't get, the bank did yeah, I remember a bank when I was buying real estate, my first real estate deal, two banks told me no. Okay, I could, I could buy both of those banks today. Okay. They, they were little community banks, right? So yeah. some of that, some of that, some of that is uh, you know. We've got a lot of people asking a huge amount of questions, and I know I don't have a lot of time with no, you. Go so. ahead. We're all right, man. I always got time for you. I love you. I love your wife, man. You know, I appreciate that nice bottle of wine you bought me that night. You didn't even have a sip of it. I think you took one like drop. <laughs> I, it was you, the dessert. You and Elena watched me and my me and your wife drink the whole bottle. <laughs> it was the dessert that was amazing to me. That was like nothing I'd ever seen. That dessert. Do you remember that? I'm, I, it was great. It's just incredible. What what restaurant was that? What was the name of that restaurant? That restaurant is in Dubai. It's called Koya. Koya. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much for buying dinner. No, no problem at all. You, it was honored to have you with me, mate. It's just nice to get to know you without the without the kind of like the, the officialdom that goes with it and just to find out who the real man is. And what I like about you more than anything else is you are exactly what you say on the tin. There's nothing about you that's different. Whether you're on stage, whether you've got five people around you, whether you sat privately with Anna and I having some dinner together, you just are you. And I'm the same guy all the time. I mean, and again, that goes back to that thing about when I was in high school, right? Like, you know, you want to get comfortable in your own skin, even when you're wrong, even when you make mistakes, even when you screw up, you know, it's really important. And it's probably why I used drugs when I was from my, my high school years to 25. I was not comfortable yet. I was fighting. All these people didn't like me. And I wanted to, I still wanted to be popular and I'm like, okay, the drugs make it, made it easier and the weed made it easier and whatever you had made it a little easier until it didn't, you know? And then when I was 25, when I cleaned up and 25 till today, I've just been slowly over time uh, trying to make myself successful. I, I don't know any more than anybody else. I've just been paying attention. Maybe I, maybe I got a break or two or I don't know. You know, I just, I didn't quit and I just kept trying to, like myself and be successful. I think your mindset's great around that. And I think that when you talk about, as you talked to me privately about what happened with um, uh, how Scientology changed you and stuff like that, um, or made you realize a few things about yourself. I think that's just, the, for me, it's made me lean into trying to learn more about myself and how I think and stuff. So it's been really valuable spending time with you. Okay, a couple of questions. Yeah, most, important, most important question in the world is, you know, who am I really? Yeah, exactly. Figure that out, dude. Figure that out. And you won't you won't care as much about what other people think about you. 
Interesting. Okay, so a couple of questions coming in here. Katie Raphael says, um, people are saying the world's never going to be the same after this. Do you believe this is going to be business as usual after it's over? 100%. It will definitely be business as usual. There you go. There's your answer, Katie. That's nice and (laughs) nice. I see see the questions too now. Uh, Okay. uh, I I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you five years from now, people won't know whether it's COVID-19 or COVID-17 or 91. People won't know what it is. People will move on and there'll be, a, there'll be a new norm. You see the price of Zoom stock has just rocketed on the back of everyone using Zoom now. But there's a, there's a new norm around us communicating. You know, I was one of these old fashioned guys that would only do a podcast with people if they were with me because I like the body language and the nonverbal communication, all the stuff that goes around it. But now I've had to accept that this is very much, very much our everyday life. And so do you think that there's going to be a lot of businesses now starting to realize that actually we could, we, People can work remotely, can be more effective or can be as effective. Yeah, I think people will still go back to office situations and work from offices. There's nothing like a team. You're going to go back to stadiums. Uh, we, we, I just called my, ho- my uh, local hotel and said, hey, book me for August, July, August, September, and October. I'm going to do four events back to back. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, the first one's probably going to be 300 people. The second one's going to be 500 Promise you we're going to get back to a thousand. Kurt Blum said there's no more lockdown for many countries. The virus is still out there. So the chance of getting affected is just a little bit lower because of social distancing. Nobody knows that that's because of social distancing or not. Like, like all we know is the numbers are going down. So people are going to continue to repeat that. Is it about the mask? Is it about the distance, Kurt? Is it about people not going outside? Is it about summertime? Is it about light? Who knows, man? They making this up as they go, folks. Okay, they made up the name of it. They made up where it came from. We don't even know everything about it. Like, all we know for sure is the same time they started exporting this little virus, uh, they collapsed the price of oil at the same time. Look at who's followed the money, peeps. Follow the money. Now, if you're an investor and you want to buy real estate right now, we've seen prices go up across the Western world in most major cities and on a steady upward trend for the last five, six, seven years. You know, whether it's London, Paris, New York, uh, Vancouver, they've, they've steadily gone up. But in Dubai, the prices have gone down for the last four or five years. Yeah. So the price per square foot. You know, I know, remember, but, but you, you guys got a supply issue. We have. We have an oversupply issue. Yeah, you got a supply issue. Too much supply. So that supply has got to go away. Uh, you know, this is why the multifamily deal. Tell you, tell your parents again. The, the, the you know, the, the they quit building here in the United States over the last four weeks. Loans are not going to be easy to construct new apartments. We already had a housing issue in America. We have an affordable housing issue in America. Massive problem. Now it's going to get exacerbated, magnified, which means anybody that owns income property today is going to be better off a, a year, two years, three years from now. The new world, somebody's talking about the new world. It's a new world. Yeah, it's going to be a renter's world. It's not going to be an owner's world. You're, you're, you're basically having one of the largest wealth recreate dis, redistributions that's ever happened on planet Earth. Interesting. There'll be two or three oil, major oil companies rather than 30. They're not just taking money from little people. They're taking money from rich people right now. Anybody that was over leveraged is going to get hammered. The entire oil industry could go from 130 companies down to 25, like hundreds of companies. But they're still going to produce oil. It's just going to be in the it's going to be the handfuls of fewer people. You're going to have banks that collapse out of this thing. 
Maybe we're going to become global. Maybe we're going to become, my brother believes we're going to become regionally independent now, that we're going to start separating from other countries, the dependence upon other countries. There'll be an America. There'll be a South America. There'll be a European division. There'll be a Russia, a China, and, and they'll become independent. Like I know over here, Americans, Democrats and Republicans want to become less dependent upon China and exports. Like China has lost, China has probably, this is probably the straw on the camel's back as you guys got the camels, we got the straws. <laughs> um, who knows, dude? Maybe all this is about uh, bringing plastic straws back. I don't know. They're saying we're going back to plastic straws now because they're safer than, than metal. Okay, so I'm, 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 there's a lot of people out there that are probably going to have to start thinking about doing a different job, selling something different or working in a different industry. And so it's time to get retrained for a lot of people. They've got now time where they never had to do it or time they never found the time to do it. And it's time to get retrained. You and I both offer training programs online and, and the, the, the encourage people to try and learn as much as they can. I saw you offered for, for 30 days access free to your course. Um, something similar that I'm doing as well. I just want people to learn some skills so that they can get out there and apply themselves in a positive way when the lockdown changes. Are you getting a lot of people coming to you that want to take on new skills or do you still see this resistance to it because of behavior? Yeah, I think, you know, people want to, you know, if you know how to dig a ditch, then 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 your inclination is to, to, to you know, you, you have affinity for a shovel. But... Um, you're, people have to learn new skills. You, you needed to actually before this happened. Now you have to. So one one time you need to. Now you have to. So you're either gonna you're either gonna add to your skill set or you're gonna be dependent upon one flow. I, I talk about over and over. Never depend on one flow of income. Never depend on one skill set. Never depend on one of anything. And so, you know, when you do when you do depend on one thing, you'll tend to resent it because you know you're dependent upon it. And uh, nobody wants to be dependent, not even the drug addict. They're like, okay, I, I was having fun, but I don't want, I don't want to have to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't want to have to, in a relationship, you don't want to have to depend on that person to bring you happiness any more than one skill, one job, or one income. And, and so if you have one tenant in your condo on the 333rd floor, uh, you're going to probably hate that tenant because you're, you're going to be scared to raise the rent because you're scared they're going to leave. You become resentful of the dependency. And so that's why nobody should depend on one of anything, not one skill. Kobe, like like a ball player, can't depend on one skill. Conor McGregor, he, he can't depend on the UFC. That's why he got his whiskey. Yeah. Okay, there's, there's people here on LinkedIn that are saying, well, one person in particular saying, why on earth did you bother to go and have that podcast with that criminal uh oh the rat yeah the jordan belfort why did you uh, why come back what the, was the reason the convicted criminal yeah who who the convicted criminal that turned his all his friends in yeah why'd you do it the guy with the guy that's got five ten ninety nine employees that are under 18 years old that he underpays and he owes, he owes tens of millions of dollars to people that he hundreds defaulted. of millions of dollars that he never paid back. Why did you? Why did you do it? I don't even know who you're talking about. 
<laughs> he's dead. To, he's dead to me. It's just mad that something like that would happen. It's just like it's almost like Jared. Jared's the one that booked the interview. Okay, he still gets for it. Trust me. Does he? Honestly, does he? Totally yeah. gets. What do they say? Another bad decision. Another poor decision from from a junior. So, <laughs> so Jared does ninety nine things right and one thing wrong, and he'll be remembered for that. <laughs> you, you brought it up. I wasn't even thinking about it. Just for the last for the last couple of seconds before you leave. Okay, people in Dubai, they they need inspiring. They need they need the grant love. Okay, what final words could you give to the people? Because there's a load of people here on commission only jobs. We've just had the lockdown lifted. So 24 hour day lockdown has just been lifted. So we're allowed out. Only a few people are allowed out, but we're allowed out. Okay, there's a there's a, there's honestly an enormous amount of salespeople here, all on commission only. What would you tell them to do? What, what advice would you give them? You need to take the skill set that you've learned in what you're doing now, whatever your industry is, and you need to start studying flows, money flows. Where where is money going now? And use the skill set that you have. You know, when I was selling cars when I was in my mid twenties, everything I was doing at that moment was preparing me for for something I would do in the future. It, you know. And it wasn't going to be a car dealer. I wasn't meant to be a car dealer. I was I was in the auto industry. I didn't like the auto industry. And one day I'm like, you need to learn whatever these people know. And you need to become not just proficient at it. You need to become an expert at what is going on around you. And so I knew it was not forever. And I, and I leaned into it and said, I'm going to become an expert. I'm going to become a professional. I would end up becoming an influencer in that industry. So I went from somebody that literally resented the industry to someone that would become an influencer in the industry. Uh, when social media came along, I resented social media. I didn't understand it, thought it was a waste of time. Pretty much still do today. But I'm like, okay, how do I go from resenting and, and, and resisting to influencing and being impactful? Um, and getting income from. Lean into it. Lean into whatever you know. Figure out how where the flows of money going, and how can you start shifting into those other flows? Because money's still on this planet. We have more money today. There's more money on this planet. Remember, it's not wealth destruction. It's wealth redistribution. Where's it being redistributed? That's why I always say, who's got my money? And where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money going? Look for the flows of money. Follow the money. Don't follow your passion. You guys are, oh, I love real estate. I love real estate. All right. Well, that's good. You love real estate. How much you love your kids? Follow the money. Look for the flows. Get attention. Money follows attention. attention. Just say that again. Just Can you just say that? Someone? Get attention. <laughs> Get attention. Get attention. Okay. Okay, nobody follows you whining. People, people move away from the whiner. Well, why is, why is that little baby crying? That's attention. And then they run. Okay, the, the, the beggar on the street corner. He's dirty. They, people, they, they leave him. Okay, he thinks it worked. It didn't. He got a dollar. His, his, solution, his solutions aren't a dollar. It's millions of dollars. So clean yourself up. Wipe yourself off. Okay, go from begging and whining to getting attention that benefits everyone. 
And there you have it. The amazing, incredible, my good mate. And I'm so glad you took the time. And Jared, I appreciate it. And Raquel and everyone, I appreciate you making time for, for me today. Say appreciate hi. your audience, man. We were in 19 countries last year, bro. I, I've been 29 days and I haven't been able to leave my house. So I can't wait to come back to Dubai, have another bottle of wine with you, meet your friends, inspire the people in your region. Uh, the world is not going to end, folks. This is not a new world. It's going to be seven plus billion people. It'll be bigger next year than it was last year. Cash registers will ring. Doors will swing. The phones will ring, baby. We'll get back to business. <laughs> Brilliant. On that note, give my love to Elena. And I'll okay, brother. Take great. care, mate. Bye, guys. There you go. You have it with the Grant Cardone. Hopefully, you've enjoyed being part of this and you've got some value out of it. If you want to watch a replay, you can do so by all means. Um, it will be on Facebook and on Insta, sorry, on Facebook and on LinkedIn. But hopefully you had some fun. You got something out of it. Take care, guys. Have a good evening, and I will see you all very soon.